Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? If you like Reddit stories, especially am I the arsehole Reddit stories, don't forget to hit that subscribe button today, maybe that notification bell too, and like the video if you do enjoy the content. It really helps. Thank you for spending 30 minutes of your precious time with me, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, before we do get into today's first story, I do want to just give you a little warning that it does involve bullying. So if you do need to use the timestamps, please feel free to use them. That's what they're there for. Thank you so much. Now, our first story does follow with an update, and it's from Throwaway Bad Bully, titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Letting Go of the Past? Throw away, but they might see this anyway. I-23 female grew up in a smallish town. I was bullied badly by a boy, Brad, from ages 12 to 14, who was a couple of grades above me in secondary school. He made my life miserable. My older brother shielded me from some of it, but when he graduated, Brad showed me hell. He had just come out as gay, and I think all of his personality revolved around his sexuality at the time. I learned later that he hated my family because I was raised Catholic, which meant automatically we were a bunch of homophobes. His father disowned him and his dad was a Catholic. So while I understood his anger, I didn't do anything to him personally, but he made my life miserable anyway. I only enjoyed school after himself and his clique graduated. I tried to report him, but nothing really came of it. I had to suck it up as the school was the best in the area at the time. and I wasn't going to let him win anyway. Fast forward to a few years and I'm in uni in a city a couple of hours away from home and I find out Brad is in the same department and discipline as me. At this point, I was certain the universe was against me. I know he was just as shocked when he saw me, but I pretended he doesn't exist for my own peace of mind. He never acknowledged my existence either. Neither did he apologize. My maternal cousin Kenzie is my roommate. We're in the same uni and we've always been in touch spending holidays and vacations together growing up. She's known about Brad since forever, as he was a household name in my nuclear family. Last weekend, we went to my cousin's family's house for Sunday dinner, and Kenzie's big brother brought his partner to meet the fam, and surprise, surprise, Brad walks in with flowers. I asked him what the hell he was doing here, and my aunt demands to know why I was being so rude. I told Kenzie that that was Brad, grabbed my phone, and took a walk. Apparently, Kenzie filled everyone in, and Brad was kicked out and broken up with. Kenzie's brother was bullied severely, so they take bullying very seriously. Brad and some of his friends have taken to sending me countless messages on Facebook and Instagram calling me a bitch that I can't move on from the past. He said I ruined his life. Am I the arsehole? There is an edit which we're going to cover straight away, which says, Edit, I have read every single one of your comments and I appreciate your kind words. I have made screenshots of the online bullying. They haven't stopped at all and I have an appointment with my head of department and dean on Monday. Things might not end up pretty for Brad, but at this point, I'm past caring. Thanks, everyone. 
And as I said, we do have an update to this, which we'll cover in a moment. And if you've been here for a while, you know I have no time for bullies. You're automatically going to be not the asshole to me. This isn't your fault. How could it be your fault? You was bullied by this person, a person who had ample opportunities to come up to you and apologize. When he saw you again and was surprised to see you, he never attempted to apologize, never attempted to reconcile or say sorry for anything that he's done in the past. So why do you owe this person anything? Absolutely not. And I hate to compare it to, you know, my past as well, but one of my bullies from high school who made my last year hell if i was to see them in the same room as me i wouldn't be staying in that room either and as petty as this might sound i would never accept an apology from that person either but greek american dom says not the asshole and quotes brad and some of his friends have taken sending me countless messages on facebook and instagram calling me a bitch that can't move on from the past he said i ruined his life and just to butt in again yeah from that quote it just shows that that person hasn't changed he's obviously talking to his friends and getting them to do the exact same thing as they used to do arsehole greek american dom goes on to say so brad is still a bully he could have easily just reached out and apologized for the pain that he caused you in the past instead he went on the offensive and attacked again everyone you know is better off knowing this about brad remain professional at school and in your department if brad acts inappropriately in any way give him one warning that you're not going to sit and take his bullying this time he can choose to act professionally or continue being a bully that is his choice if he continues the bullying you will do something about it if he persists, talk to your dean. Note, you don't have to give him a second chance. If he misbehaves in the university setting, go straight to your dean. Hanny Hot Dog says not the asshole. He was a couple of years older than you, right? 15 or 16. Old enough to know better than to bully someone. And if he's taken to sending you abusive messages on social media, then he probably hasn't changed that much. Good riddance. Pristine Objective says not the asshole. You got the opportunity to publicly tell him how you feel. It's probably best that you were surprised or else you may have kept quiet. Brad could have taken the opportunity to apologize and show some personal growth. Instead, he decided to cyberbully you with some of his friends. The fact that he's harassing you should reinforce that you're not the asshole in this situation. Edit, screenshot some of the comments and give them to your cousin. If Brad tries to convince his ex that your, your crazy recent proof of bullying would be good to have on hand, then block Brad and his cronies. Shadow Fox says not the asshole. How terrible for him that he had to face this past where he was a bully. You did not ask anyone to break up with him or tell him to leave. So that's all on him for assuming that. He's what, 25? Lol. No, his life isn't ruined by anyone. And maybe if he and his friends didn't start up being bullies again, things would have worked out. Seems he hasn't changed or grown up. Jungle Queen says not the asshole. I don't see how you ruined your bully's life. He played stupid games. He won stupid prizes. All that happened was that people from his past showed back up in his present and instead of apologizing for abhorrent behavior, they're actively engaged in some of the same abhorrent behavior. Bullying, message on Facebook and Instagram, tell OP to grow up and let go of the past. This guy could have apologized, but he chose not to. Instead, he's a bully and apparently will continue to be a bully. Maybe having his life destroyed because of bullying behavior will show him the error of his ways. Likely it won't and he will continue to play a victim. And one more from Muskie's fan who says, not the asshole, this is a classic example of you reap what you sow. You put negativity and hate out into the world. Eventually, negativity and hate are going to hit you right back. Bullies are the worst. I'm sorry about his situation at home and his father was completely wrong for what he did. That does not give the right or the excuse to be so horrible to another human being. He deserved for everyone to find out his story and for the repercussions of his actions. 
Please make sure to keep all of the messages from him and his cronies and screenshot them as well. Let him know that if this continues that you will take appropriate action. If he wants to continue playing games, you'll be able to get him kicked out of school. He can learn how to treat people or he can continue ruining his life. No one else is to blame but him. His actions are what is causing his troubles. You did nothing wrong and I hope you know that. Do not block him so that he continue taking that rope and causing his own demise. He obviously still has not grown up or learned how to properly treat people. Best of luck to you. Now we're going to stroll on over to the update to see what happens over there. Follow me guys. So update. I couldn't update until I was sure the dust had settled. Unfortunately, things took a turn for the worse. Two days after I made the post, I had an 11am lecture and that I went for, and I saw Brad, who had cornered me with his friend to trash talk me. It felt like he had been waiting for me. He told me, if the little nonsense I pulled was me trying to get revenge, then he was going to show me. I had a mild panic attack and called my cousin. She was so pissed that we walked straight to the dean's office. I was able to see her and we showed her the screenshots of the bullying online and this lady turned red. Apparently I'm not Brad's first victim. He bullied a guy so much that he had to transfer and then reported him. I don't know why then they didn't do anything then, but he definitely had a reputation. I missed all the gist because I was serious about minding my business. Long story short, I was asked to print out the pictures and bring it to the Senate. That's what our school court is called on Wednesday. Because this isn't his first time, he was indefinitely rusticated and was made to apologize to me and every person he's bullied in my school. It was a big deal and news has been flying around school. He has the option of transferring to another uni to redo his final year or start uni all over again, but it's on his permanent file. His friends were pardoned for some reason. I feel bad because exam is in nine weeks, but he actually had it coming. I'm just glad that this is over. Thank you all for your advice and support. I honestly wouldn't have reported this if I hadn't posted on here. Have a great weekend. And there's the classic case of actions have consequences. But I do wonder, I've never been to uni myself, so I don't know about this sort of stuff, but they can make you redo your year or redo the whole uni? <laughs> Is that possible? Holy moly. Not that he doesn't deserve it, don't get me wrong, but that's quite crazy, isn't it? What are your thoughts on this story? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Burnerphone3742. Am I the asshole for saying I would be uncomfortable to attend a wedding where my partner is maid of honor? Posted from throwaway accounts. My partner and I have been together for about a year and a half where we casually seeing each other for a year prior to that. We slept together in Jan 19 and decided to go official in Jan 2020. About a month prior to us officially being a couple, December 19, she had a threesome with her best friend and her friend's boyfriend. I have no issue with this as we weren't official yet and she can do what she likes. However, now this friend and her boyfriend are getting married and my partner has been asked to be maid of honor. When she told me this, I stated as gently as I could that I would not like to attend the wedding. This is because I don't think I would feel comfortable sitting and hearing my partner make a big speech. She's been asked to make a speech alongside the best man about a couple that she slept with a month prior to us getting together. In the interest of telling the full story, I feel that I should add. I don't particularly like her friend. 
the reason being that our personalities don't gel together and she can get on my nerves after spending more than an evening with her. My partner knows this as we have spoken about this in the past. As well as this, prior to my partner's friend getting with her now fiance, he and my partner had purely a sexual relationship. I believe the term is fuck buddies for a short while that ended because she wanted to get serious and he did not. This is something that my partner's friend has always known, so all parties involved are aware of this and accepted it. So again, I would feel that I'd be fairly uncomfortable sitting listening to a speech where somebody I care for very deeply says to a room of people how much she loves two people that she has a romantic and sexual past with, both individually and together. My partner understands this and has accepted that I would rather not go, but now stressing out what she will tell her friend as to why I'm not there. So, am I the arsehole for stating that I would feel uncomfortable at this wedding? And we're going to start with Lorne Audley on this one who says not the arsehole. You don't really need an excuse, but your partner could say that you don't really know anyone there and it would be awkward since she would be busy being maid of honour. Quinn Good says not the arsehole. I wouldn't want to go to a wedding where my partner had fucked both the bride and the groom either. Why are you not at the wedding? You had a family thing that you couldn't get out of. That's all she needs to say. Rinse, repeat, hugs. The Lavender author says, no one's an arsehole here. You communicated your feelings and your partner understood. You didn't try to force them to not be made of honor. You just decided on not going. Solitary Tea Party says, I'm going to go with a tentative, not the arsehole, but it sounds like you are a lot less comfortable with her past than you claim. Even so, you have no obligation to attend an event that won't be fun for you all. It would be a no one's an arsehole here, but your partner should not be sharing with her friend why you are not attending. That's unnecessary and rude. Windy Afternoon says, I guess no one's an arsehole here, but this all sounds super immature. First, you say you don't have a problem with their history, but you're clearly upset about their history, that you're avoiding everyone. Second, they're your partner's best friend, so you can't really avoid them forever. You need to get on board with them if you're planning on being with your partner long term. And third, because you're now putting your partner in an awkward spot, because clearly they want to get along with their best friends and be there to support them. And you're saying you refuse to go because of a 30 second speech out of an entire evening. No one can force you to go. You do you, but you seriously need to move on if you want it to work with your partner. I could never be with someone who refused to get along with my best friends. And Blackhand says, no one's an arsehole here in my opinion. That said, and quotes, I have no issue with this. Then goes on to say, you clearly do, or you'd be totally fine attending the wedding, which is allowed, but maybe consider taking some time to reflect on where this discomfort comes from and whether you are actually okay with your girlfriend's sexual history. It's not fair to either of you to lie to yourself about that. Not if it's going to create problems like this. And one more from Glass Pavement who says, you're the arsehole and quotes, I have no issue with this as we weren't official yet and she can do what she likes. Quotes again saying, sitting and hearing my partner make a big speech about a couple that she slept with a month prior to us getting together. And it says, sounds like you do have an issue with it, my dude. So if you're insisting that you're fine with it when you're not and you're not working on addressing that insecurity, then yes, you're the arsehole. If you're working on it but don't feel up to handling it, then not the arsehole. Either way, you're not actually obligated to go, especially if you don't like the bride or groom. Now, what do you guys make of this one? And we'll move on to another story. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. And our next story comes from FoundInfo9876. Am I the asshole for disclosing my coworkers' issues to our boss? I 40s male and Beth is 30s female. We both work in roughly equivalent station in our office. Beth has always been a closed book about her personal life and lately some interactions made me wonder what was going on behind the scenes. I was able to find several of her accounts online, including socials and forums. These were easy enough to find with Google and a bit of conjecture. I discovered that Beth is very vocal on several platforms about a severe personality disorder and drinking problem. Many concerns I had before clicked into place the long history of Monday morning sick days, the mediation processes which always seemed to end in her favor, which were clearly due to manipulation related to her disorder. The way she always seemed to be able to wheedle extra attention and special privileges from supervisors. I reported this information to our direct supervisor. From my point of view, he certainly has the right to know about anything that impacts the workforce he manages. It seems like he thought I did the right thing and was grateful to hear this information. But I have since told several other co-workers and they have unanimously said I invaded her privacy and other not so pleasant accusations. In the main, I think I took the right action. But am I the asshole? One, I don't think they could do anything with this information anyway that you went on their profile to find and then handed it to your boss. What was this person doing to you that you thought this was appropriate? Someone's medical issues like this are none of your bloody business. Stay out of it. And I got a question when people do, you know, they come on at my the arsehole and they're writing this out thinking that they're in the right. You think bloody hell, man. It is worrying sometimes, isn't it? Snoo52682 says, You're the arsehole. You cyberstalked a co-worker and violated her privacy. And yes, other not so pleasant things. Your colleagues are right and I hope you are roundly shunned here with. In no possible universe is your behavior appropriate. Insect cool username says you're the asshole and a stalker apparently. LOL says you're the asshole. You're trying to put this person down by any means, including berating her for a mental illness. Ew. To which pickle connoisseur replies that saying, "Yep, not even once he gave an example on how best behavior directly impacted his performance or interfering with his work. Nope, he's bitter because Beth is liked by everyone and causing sick on Mondays. What did you even say to your supervisor, OP?" Hey boss, I wanted to let you know that Beth has a mental illness, giving her the ability to control your mind during the mediation process and to give her special privileges. Well, at least you showed your supervisor how big of a liability you are being so ableist and not a smart cookie for assuming having a personality disorder, I'm sure you're referring to BPD, will transform you to Professor X. Also, it is going to be hard for your supervisor to reprimand or fire Beth now after the stunt you just pulled, without risking the chance of wrongful termination. Ear Monster says, what the fuck is wrong with you? You are 10,000% the arsehole. You know she's private about her personal life, so you took it upon yourself to internet stalk her and put her on blast to her boss. How unfortunate she is to have you as a co-worker. 
absolutely none of your effing business. One more from Stu who says, you're the asshole, you're the asshole. You basically stalked this information out of her and told her boss. Why, are you a manager? You've assumed the role that isn't yours and acted pretty immaturely. It's the manager's role to manage, not yours. What's worse, there's probably a lot more you don't know about the situation because not everything is online. You could very well have just betrayed this person in a really bad light to your boss without knowing many of the facts. Well done, this is a total jerk move. As someone who has managed large teams many times, I can tell you, if I was the manager you approached this information with, I would have took your points on board, but would have made a mental note that you're not a team player and that you're not to be trusted. I hope the manager you spoke to has the same sense. Edit. I should have put this in initially, but forgot. Not only is it likely the manager will probably not be thinking of too highly of you, it's now widely known in your workplace that you're a snooper and a grass, and most colleagues will probably also think a kiss ass. Expect every single one of your colleagues to want nothing to do with you. You brought it on yourself. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from beginning staff 7654. Am I the asshole for telling my kids why we're getting a divorce? All right, this is messy. Me and my ex-wife got married at 23 and had three kids. The kids are 17, 15, and 14. I recently found out that my ex has been cheating on me for three years. Once I confronted her, she broke down saying that I was never home, always working. By the way, I worked like that so she could be a stay-at-home mum. I raised my kids to know that cheating is one of the worst things in the world. If you no longer love someone, break up with them. Don't cheat. Even if you have issues with a relationship, work it out or leave them. Now, before we sat down, their mother begged me not to tell them she cheated. I told her that if they asked, I would not lie. She tried to dance around the whole reason for the divorce, citing adult issues. 14-year-old asked why we were getting divorced and I told him, flat out, she cheated on me for three years. The mother immediately burst out crying and all the kids were incredibly angry with her. It's been three months and they still haven't spoken to her, saying she ruined their family and their lives and that she's a cheater and a liar. She'd been coming after me online saying that I'm a bastard and ruined her relationship with her kids. Am I the asshole? Now let's just reply to that last line that you ruined the relationship with the kids. <laughs> Come on now, we know what we're gonna say. She ruined it herself with her own actions. These are consequences to her own actions. And I, I, I hate to see like a family being broken up in these kind of circumstances. But this is, the wife did it in the scenario. She did it. She's the one who decided to cheat for three years. Not think about her husband, not think about her kids, just for her own benefit. So, and I mean, we could look at this from the way of, you know, they could have come at this together and said, look, this is the relationships just between us and then not told them and had a good co-parenting relationship. There is certainly the possibility about that. But to me, and I think there is the possibility of me being completely wrong here. You know, I've made many bad takes in my time, but I think that the children do deserve to know the truth about what happened. I think later in life, they will find out what happened and they may look back and think, why didn't dad tell me back then? Why did he lie to me about this? It's just something that's going through my head there. But let's check out some comments. They may clear some things up. In Famous Wasabi says, not the arsehole. I'm a child of divorce. I would have rather known the truth at the time my parents split than learn it a few years later. Your wife cheated. That is a fact. She wanted to conceal that fact. This is an unrealistic expectation. Bad news is not a fine wine. It does not improve with age. Her relationship with her children took a backseat to her infidelity the moment she cheated. You owe her nothing, especially lying to protect her. 
edited to add, thanks to everyone for all the replies and the awards, I'm blown away by your generosity. Texno says that she's been coming after me online saying I'm a bastard and ruined her relationship with her kids. Oh my God, the nerve of that woman. She ruined her relationship with them when she decided to cheat on you. 100% not the arsehole. And thank you for being honest with your kids and treating them like adults and not trying to sugarcoat it. They deserve honesty and transparency in this situation too. Lulu Lucy says you didn't ruin anything. She did by cheating. I was the kid in this scenario before. Not once did I think it was my dad's fault for ruining my relationship with her, for telling the truth, nor did the slandering from her help. Stand by your kids' clothes, then need it too during this. Even consider family therapy. Not the arsehole. Royal Oki says not the arsehole. The truth is always the best option. Now it's out though, I would implore you to not badmouth your ex further and try to promote a good relationship between her and your children. I'm assuming that she's been a good mother and ultimately, nobody's perfect. And one more from Kami Dearest who says, everyone sucks here. Your kids are going to eventually find out, but it looks from the outside like you did that more to hurt your ex-wife, which she deserves, than to be honest with your kids. My problem here is with the delivery. Your children just found out their lives would change and making it as seamless for them as possible should have been your priority. I was a child when my parents divorced with similar issues. It was never kept from me. I heard it all. Resentment didn't set in until the last few years. I'm around 30 and now I truly see how immature and petty it was. It was of both of my parents to not shield me from some of that. So be prepared for that in 10 years. And there is certainly that way to look at it too. I've never been through this situation myself. So what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Kalineum. Am I the asshole for not telling my older sister-in-law my son's name before he's born? My husband has two sisters. Jane is older and Emma is younger. He and I are expecting our second baby and we already have his name decided. Jane knows this because she saw my husband pick up the custom name sticker we got for the nursery. Jane is dying to know the name. She asked my husband and he told her we'd reveal when the baby is here. She came to me then asked me and I said no to giving her the name. The reason, when Emma had her son, she used the name Emma had mentioned when she was six months pregnant. Jane was also pregnant a couple of months ahead of Emma and when Jane's son was born, she used the name Emma had chosen. Same first and middle name and also last. Emma ended up changing her son's name and it really upset her. When my husband and I had our daughter, Jane went nuts over her name. She told us we had an amazing taste and joked that she wished she had a girl to use it on. My husband told her that wouldn't work anymore since we already had a child with a name. She rolled her eyes at his response. Jane's due any day now with another baby and I suspect she would use our son's name if we told her now. She thinks I'm being too uptight and should share the name since it's not a big deal and can give her the chance to get something extra special for our son. I told her she doesn't need to get him anything but anything she does want to buy can be purchased when he's here. She is really mad. Am I the asshole? We'll start with Reddit Gunboat who says not the arsehole also troll her and tell her a false name. Oh, okay, but keep it a secret. I can't even pronounce this name, but I'll give it a go. Alosius Bertrand Smith. <laughs> Twitch OK Clock replies, this is the way. And many other people replied, this is the way. This is the way. Hear me when I say this is the way. This is the way. Moya Moya Warrior says not the arsehole. The fact that she stole her sister's child's name is wild. I would not tell her either. Sounds like she may be digging for another name to steal. Purple Poppy says, not the asshole, and I would flat out explain to her why you're not telling her. 
Look, Jane, you made a joke about wishing you could have used a name we were carefully choosing for our daughter. You flat out stole the name Emma carefully chose for her child. We went to make sure the name we have chosen for our son isn't stolen in the same way. You have proven with your past actions that you can't be trusted. I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but actions have consequences. And sounds like Bud actually says, not the asshole, Jane obviously has some weird desire to one-up her siblings when it comes to their kids. If she keeps asking, I would give her some absurd alternatives. His name will be Batman Megatron. <laughs> oh, I'd love that name. Galea Galea says, not the asshole. If Jane is pregnant, why doesn't she tell you the name of her unborn baby? Bob says, tell her the name. Nigel is a wonderful name. About time it was brought back. <laughs> if you have to change your name, Clint, because she's stolen yours, shrug. Not the asshole. Damo says, you should tell her a different name than you're actually using to get both of you off her back. And that way, when she steals your name, then you'll be free to use the actual name you agreed on. And lots of people just coming up with loads of weird and wonderful names. My, ne my favorite is still Batman Megatron though. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move to another one. <laughs> Batman. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for revealing to my wife's family we didn't purchase our house, but it was inherited from my mother? To start, I want to mention that my wife and my mother, deceased, never had a very strong relationship. Yes, they were cordial to each other, but had many disagreements. Mum passed away and left me a one-story house as my only inheritance. No one lived in it after she renovated it, so it looked fairly new. My wife was happy and excited when we moved in. She posted a video on social media and wrote that the house was bought with our money. I didn't know about her saying that until later. Her aunt was visiting from a distance to see the house my wife told her we purchased. We sat to eat and chat a bit and our aunt brought up the house's value, asking how we could afford to buy it so suddenly. I was confused as my wife went on about putting money we saved together towards buying it. I asked what she was talking about and our aunt said my wife told her that the house was bought with our money and cost XXX amount. I corrected her saying that this wasn't true because this house belonged to mum and she gave it to me after her passing. I added that no, we're not doing well financially to be able to afford this house. Room went radio silence. My wife's aunt asked, what? I'm sorry, I didn't know that. My wife's cousin side-eyed her and said, so isn't this mother-in-law the same mother-in-law you hated for years? Shame she's not here so you can thank her for leaving you this nice house. My wife was stunned at this point and excused herself to the bathroom. She didn't come out till they left. Then she blew up at me, asking why I told them the house was inherited from my mum and making her look like a liar in front of them. I redirected the question at her and asked her why she told them otherwise. She said there was no harming showing off our new property and that people would appreciate us more for saying we bought it with our own money instead of inherited it. I argued that this was wrong and unfair for my mum, even if they never got along. She argued that I ruined her joy and humiliated her in front of her family and because word got out, now everyone knows and will think she is a liar. When I could have simply played along since mum wouldn't possibly mind it or cause an issue over it now that she's deceased so it won't matter to her. I stormed out after arguing with her and refusing to admit I messed up by not being part of the lie. Am I the arsehole? And there was a little edit which said I didn't know about what my wife was doing up until that dinner. I then discovered the social media post and how many family and friends thought this house was purchased with our own money. I even have no idea how long this has been going on. I love it when people in this story is when they tell a lie 
they, they get called out on it and then turns around and said, you made me look like a liar. Well, don't tell lies then, dipshit. <laughs> Not the asshole to me, but Messiora says, made you look like a liar. You didn't make her look like one. Her own behavior made her a liar. Not the asshole. You all suck, says not the asshole. Your wife is a liar and should never have said that. Give credit where credit is due. Your mum deserves the credit, plain and simple. Abby Burb says not the asshole. She called you a liar. You were not the one who lied here. You did not know she had made up this act. How could you play along and why would you? This is completely disrespectful to your mother and her memory, regardless if they got along or not. You don't have to like someone to be respectful. You did not make her look like a liar or humiliate her. She made herself rightfully look like a liar and humiliated herself. She should not be upset with you at all. She should be upset with herself. She owes you and her family a huge apology. Lorne Orderly says, not the arsehole. You didn't make her look like a liar. She is a liar. Oregon Dude says, not the arsehole. Your wife has a screw loose. She got mad at you for not backing up a lie. She didn't tell you about. What the fuck? And one more from Rayam who says, not the arsehole, but let's break this down, shall we? Your wife hated your mum for reasons we don't know, but so much so that she lied to everyone about purchasing this house instead of giving your mother credit for doing something incredibly nice for you. Your wife also never told you that she lied to everyone, so you were essentially blindsided at dinner. And last but not least, she's now mad at you for not going along with her selfish little lie to make herself look better and your mother look worse. Sorry, OP, but I don't know how you made it last with someone like that. Sounds like both of you and your mother deserve better. Also, I'm truly sorry for your loss. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you act if your partner acted this way to you? Let me know your thoughts, opinions, and verdicts on all of today's stories in the comments below if you choose to do so. If you have a moment of your time, don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you like a cheeky Reddit story or two. And don't forget to hit that notification bell as well so YouTube notifies you when we do post a video. That's totally up to you as well. A huge thank you for spending 30 minutes of your time with me today and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,